How long ago did you start the first business? Close to 10 years. This little lady got five, uh, four other guys doing inner wear for women. How much an investment? Half is it? a million. Half a million? Yes. How old were you then? About 22, maybe 23. They told me that if you take over, you're not only taking over Singapore market but Asia. If it was so good, why did you move on from it? I just love the challenges that come with running a business. You move shoes after that. Yes. The business that you have now has nothing got to do with fashion. No. It has to do with education. This is a prep school for primary school madrasa. It was an eye-opener when I got to know the expectation required of a preschooler to sit for the entrance exam just to get placement in madrasa. Do you think you are designed by Almighty to have a job or business that would inspire people? I really hope so. That's what I hope to do through my education business. I want to help more of our community kids excel in their studies. Lah. Will this not be the last business? I don't think it will be the last. <laughs> <laughs>
and now, now into a, into education. How did that happen? What happened to the first business? I think it's, I see it as a process of finding yourself. Okay. Uh, my first venture actually <laughs> is more of right out of school, fresh grad, you know, right after graduating from NTU. Mm -hmm. So um, part of that program whereby we get to meet entrepreneurs. Um, we spent four months in States actually. Oh. Yeah. Um, went to Silicon Valley, all the techie, oh. uh, went Starbucks headquarters, meet all the big guys, Stanford. So you're very exposed to business and mm. then that piqued my curiosity and then I got a bit excited like what if I were to do something on my own. Mm -hmm. um, then just so happened that you're supposed to actually as part of the program submit a business plan. Okay. So this little lady got five, uh, four other guys in the project doing innerwear for women. So they have nothing to do with innerwear for women. But they just like okay lah layana dini okay lah let's do you know, this project. We submitted the business plan and we got into the finals. We got called back to Singapore yeah. uh, to present the yeah. business plan in front of investors. Oh. It's a, like a full pitch funding thing. But there are already big names for innerwear, yeah, yes. for females oh, especially. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. So, uh, how different are you? Um, Okay, well, you know Victoria's Secret's models are all of a certain size, right? So yes. we want to make it a bit more inclusive. Oh. Uh, so tailored for women, Asian women's body. Ah. Uh, so that's the angle. So anybody can, can feel sexy. Yes, anybody can feel sexy. You don't have to be a VS model to feel sexy. So this is this <laughs> comes from a from from a Muslim girl yes. and four men. <laughs> and four men, yes. Well, were you criticized for it? Actually no. Yeah. No. It does not matter, right? It does not matter. And the surprising thing was my mom was also supportive of the business. Okay. Knowing that it's inner wear, you know. So yeah, then we got uh, we got third. And we got a twenty thousand funding okay. to kickstart the business. Then we did it, So this is a female-led business. Yes. So you did the lead thinking. Yes. Yeah. All the thoughts come from you. The the ideation of it. What were the contributions from the boys? Finance. Oh. Uh, finance. One of them was an accountant. Ah. Uh, the other one was a techie. Yeah. So we did a website. Uh, the start of online, mm -hmm. so we converted all our businesses online as well. So they do more of the back-end operations. Mm. They so have their own full-time jobs as well. So you become the alpha in the group. Uh, yeah, yeah, correct. I can't tell. <laughs> so, so soft-spoken yeah. and demure, so oh. working mode is different. Yeah, different, different, yes. <laughs> so what happened to that business? How long were you running it? Um, for about four years, actually. Oh, really? That's yeah, wrong. Yeah. yeah, for about four years. Uh, wonderful things happen. Uh, many things change, actually. Very okay. different from what we envisioned for the business. So we had uh, our brands in all the major departmental stores. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were they impressed with the design? Yes. They were more impressed that we were young, actually. I oh, think okay. Back then, there were not many young girls or you know young uh, fresh grads coming not you mean door. young brave girl <laughs> yeah they were quite impressed and they gave us a shot okay yeah. was it worthwhile yes if it was so good why did you move on from it uh two things number one competition definitely yeah. um and then number two i think after a while after you have done certain things you want you've gotten what you want from it already you want oh. to move on I, I didn't envision it as a business actually. We, oh, okay. we just wanted to do it like a project uh, because all young guys, about yeah. 20, 21, and then when we talk business, we're like, uh, each one by one got a bit scared because mm. business means there's a lot of expectations. 
So we label it as a project. So oh, okay. let's do it like a project and see where it goes. Did the business die down naturally? Um, actually, no. Okay. Um, because my partner exited after about second year because okay. she wanted to do finance, banking and finance. I stayed on. Initially, I thought, okay, it's okay. I will just continue and see how far I want to bring it mm. and maybe just exit or just close. Lah. But I met someone. Mm. Um, then she told about this brand called Bonds. And she said, would you want to buy over and make it like one of the portfolios in your, your company brands? And we were thinking about it. Then it's like, Bonds is a very big brand. So she said, if yes, come over to Australia, meet the HQ. I think I was a bit, I know the Chinese word, gang-ho. Mm. Go lah. Oh, you did? I did. I go. Oh, I went. I went. Terror lah. Ah, terror lah. Macam terror. Macam terror. <laughs> so, I'm like, I, I'm always excited by okay. this new newness, you see. I went lah. I took the next flight to Australia. I brought my brother along, actually. Okay. Met up with the whole big management team and this Aussie lady. And they told me that um, if you take over, you're not only taking over Singapore market, but Asia market. Sounds like a big piece. Of yes. So, I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> From just a project, you know, happy happy project kecil je. Now I have to take over the Singapore, the Asia market. Sounds so, good. Yeah, sounds good, right? So of course I had to do the calculation. That means more stocks. Mm. More stocks means more money. Mm. And now you are with a legitimate MNC. It's like a multi-million dollar company. They expect certain sales from mm. you, lah, kan? But I'm not one who said no. I, I. That's just me. I'm not one who said no. At most, what's the worst that can happen? At most, fail, lah, kan? So oh, I, said, eh. I said yes lah. I said no yes. kidding. No kidding. I said yes. I said yes, but that means I need a substantial funding for the company. Yeah. So how did you finance so, that? So that's where the boys come into the picture. They also got excited about it. Yeah. And then they said, Isa, let's do. Okay. But I said I need funds. Uh, I cannot. I cannot fund. You all cannot fund. We need funds. So it's network lah. They buangan dia. They buangan dia. And then. Terjumpa satu investor ni who happened during that time is looking into investing in retail businesses. He has no experience in retail whatsoever. He is semiconductor. Strange people. Yeah, strange mean. people. I mean, so he said that okay, I'm open to listen. How okay. much do you need? Come in and pitch. Oh wow. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm like, huh? Okay, I thought he's going to say no. So I'm like, okay, if he says no, then I will say no lah. Mm. And tapaya lah kan. So I. Part of me, I think, was hoping for a no, so that <laughs> so that I tak payah prepare apa-apa. But he said yes, so I have to prepare lah. No kidding. How much investment did he actually uh, participate? Half a million. Half a million. Yes. How old were you then? About twenty-two, maybe twenty-three. Isn't that like a wow? We yeah. we can't even smell yeah. ten thousand. <laughs> yeah. You're smelling yeah. half a million. Yeah. So, yes. So, it's exciting, isn't yes. it? Yes. So, I went in dengan semangat, tunjuk dia all the numbers, this is what you're projected to get back. Then, he just looked at me and he said, you put your laptop and numbers aside, tell me why you want to do this. And he just went straight to that. Why? Why do you want to do this? Why do you need me to be involved? And after that, he said, give him five minutes. I must step out of the room. I step out of the room. Five minutes later, he said, you got it. He signed his checkbook. That's amazing. Yeah, the yeah. Seven million. So, yeah, yeah. But I have a question. What comes with that responsibility? Okay, I think I'm quite blessed because okay. I've heard horror stories of investors wanting, you know, like micromanaging you every little thing. Semua dia nak buat kan? He is a totally hands-off investor. Mm-hmm. He only checks in once a month. 
to see where the business is. Never once he asked, are we making money? Isn't that strange? Yeah. He Okay, he said, no businesses can make money in the first few years. He started his own business as well. He has several businesses. He said, some failed, some succeeded, some took many years to recoup mm. the, the initial investment. So he said, I don't want to burden you with asking you how much you make every single month, every single quarter. If he sees that I keep him updated, like he knows what the plan is, he knows what we are aiming for, he's fine. He said, go with it. So you were professional enough yeah. to, to do that business plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so things sounded very good. Uh, was there anything wrong with the investment or the business? I think at some point we were making money. Mm? Then uh, subsequently, there's always issues with supplier. Oh. Uh, so supplier became a problem. Mm -hmm. And I think um, customer taste change as well ah. at that point. Uh, E-commerce boom. So you're not only exposed to local businesses now, you're exposed to worldwide businesses. I think we were not ready for that. Um, and also, I think it's not... I think passion drives you. That's not my passion. To me, it was a project, a very expensive project. Mm -hmm. um, but back then, we know that it's going to dip in terms of sales. It's going to dip even more. So you saw failure that might happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we saw. So that's when we started to look for buyers to take over our rights for the Asian market. Okay. Yeah, so we managed to find. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, the person bought over the rights, um, and then after that, we closed. We closed the company. So it was closed on a good note. Yeah. So what happened to the rest of the team? The team, meaning the guys. Eh? Mm. The guys are like I said, they have their own full-time jobs. So this is just sideline for them. So when I told them the possibility or where the company is going, they understood. Uh, they just said, whatever you think is right, we support. So, Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so that's why I say I'm blessed I have good investor, yeah. good partners um, and good family. Lah. They, they supported. So from, from that, you moved to shoes after that? Yes. I moved to teaching actually. Okay. I joined teaching um, mm -hmm. because I thought, okay, I ventured into entrepreneurship for a while. I have a taste. Mm -hmm. Now I want to try corporate pula. Yeah. I want to see what's the difference. How long were you teaching? Nine years. That's long. Yeah. That's almost a decade. Yeah. I love it. Love okay. It. But after nine years... It's a nine-year-old itch. Yeah, there's another itch again. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to try something else again. Okay. Yeah, so I thought I went back to so-called my first venture, fashion. Okay. Uh, so this one, this time around with a different partner. Okay. She loves shoes. She okay. loves She loves shoes. So it's her passion. She loves mm. shoes. I just love the challenges that come with running a business. So when she said, come ah, I'm like, okay lah, I'll do it lah. Yeah. So what kind of shoes do you do? We do shoes for women, leather shoes, yeah. handcrafted from uh, 34 all the way to EU 44, which is something unheard of in any market. It's very hard to find female shoes of that the big. bigger size. Yeah, ah, yeah. Correct. They always assume women have small petite feet. Though, you have know. met so many people with different sizes. We have a lot of 44 sauce. women size No 44. kidding. <laughs> really? Asian? So, Asian. So the only oh. options they have is sport shoes. Oh no. Or sneakers or men's shoes. But not fashion shoes like nice fashion shoes or heels. They have no option. So okay. here comes Tufi lah back then. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So the business is still running until today? Yes, it's still running. It's still okay. running. Alhamdulillah, uh, we get a lot of support. Um, mm-hmm. A lot also from the Muslim community. Oh, lovely. Yes. Uh, and I must say, another misconception, they always assume Muslim women cannot afford um, premium shoes. They always think, ah, perempuan Melayu mesti beli murah-murah. Mesti tak ada duit. Tak ada duit, you kan? <laughs> yeah, tak ada duit. But no, our shoes range from 169 all the way to almost $300. So, the shoes inspire people to feel better, to yes, look better? Yes, No pain, or at least I must say less pain. Don't have to break into your shoes. Women always nanti blister all over the place. Yeah. You don't have to with our shoes. Oh, really? Yes. So far, uh, blister-free, mm-hmm. and then we don't do stilettos because we feel health-wise it's not good for women in the long run. Mm. So it's all block heels. Oh, okay. Uh, for better support, and then you know when you're better supported, you walk better, your posture is better, you feel more confident. Ah. If your mind is thinking about the pain at your feet, yeah. your confidence is out the window already. So that was a successful business, or that is a successful business, but you choose to exit. Yes. Why? After four years. Because? Because, like I said, when I have, when I felt that I have given enough mm-hmm. or I have gotten enough of what I need mm-hmm. from that experience, I will move on to the next one. So you just like challenges? I like challenges. It is already stable. It can mm-hmm. grow without me. Yeah. And I will move on to the next one. To, yeah, to grow another business. You don't sound tired. Oh, I'm done. Okay, I'm doing something else. I'm doing something else. No. How long ago did you start the first business? Close to 10 years. No, and, more than that actually. And 10 years later, more than, more than a decade yeah. later, you are still, yeah, still want to do. <laughs> driving yourself yeah. to do something else. Yeah. So, the business that you have now has nothing got to do with fashion. Nope. It has to do with education. So, yes. what are the kind of challenges that you have now that drives you? Um, and it yeah. is a business that not many people can see the money. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. In my experience as a teacher, I found yeah. that that, was, that is my calling actually. I love teaching. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love teaching. Like I said, I left not because um, it's, it's a bad experience. No, I left because I want to do more for teaching or for education industry. So I, I did Little Change Makers with my partner exactly for that. Lah. A lot of people were given opportunities or opportunities came mm. kissing their feet. Mm. But they do not see it mm. or they do not make best of it. Mm. What did you see in this current business that we all can't see? Uh, for me, whenever when you think of opportunity, right? Like you said, people people have opportunities everywhere, but they don't grab it and run with it, right? Yes. I think it has a lot to do with mindset. A mm. lot, a lot to do with mindset. What's your mindset like? I I see things as positive, right? okay. even though things are very bad. You know, you feel like digging a hole and bury your head inside the hole. But I choose to always tell myself see the positive in everything. Everything is a lesson to learn, you know. That's why when people say, Lisa, you failed the first one before, the second one, whatever, can you, you failed before. You left teaching, uh, not making as much as what you used to make for teaching. What are you still doing? I don't see success and failure. I see success or win and learn. I don't see win and lose. Once you name it as a failure, it takes a toll on yourself also. It takes a toll on your confidence also you wouldn't want to embark on another journey. In, in other words, in, in Bahasa, it's the gil. Ah, the gil, yeah, the gil. <laughs> the gil. No, yeah. but have you, have you tasted losing money? I, I, sorry that if, yeah. if I use the word failure, but um, you can't win all the time. Yes, Let's course, talk about yes. the flip side of it. 
when when money goes down, mm. what do you do to recover? Mm. Oh, definitely, you buat business, you must be prepared to lose money lah. Yeah. So what I always tell my friends who want to start a business, the money that you put in has to be money that you're prepared to lose. It cannot be your life saving. You know, if you lose it, that's it for you. If you have a family, that's it for your family. So whenever I told my husband that mm. I want to do business, it's definitely my own money, and I know it's not going to affect the fam- the family rice bowl. So I have to have enough to sustain the the family while I build the business. Uh, as a person, right? We we have our own set of frustrations. Mm. Uh, what happens when you walk to a wall and like I can't, I can't, I can't seem to move? Oh, I I have many days like that. <laughs> so, so who who would be the punching bag or someone who give you a listening ear? First and foremost, my husband lah. Okay. The good and the bad. He mm. has seen my bad. He has seen my good. Mm. Uh, I will bounce ideas with him, or I will bounce ideas with my partner, my business partner. Ah, ngamo, cuma kopi ya, kopi ya, kopi. Then berbuah makan kek, kan? Binja makan kek. Oh, nangis ah. Really? Yeah. You don't look like the crying no, type. No, I will cry a lot. You know, just, I even let just, my kids see me cry. So just let yeah, it just out. Just let it out. Just okay. cry. I think we always take things too seriously. Mm. Um, if we have kids, that's the best lesson you can teach your kids. Let them see your vulnerable side. Mm-hmm. See you when you are at your highest point. See you when you're at your lowest point. Regardless if you bought business, ke, you're working a corporate job. Ke, they need to see you as you. You know. Mm. Uh, then they know that oh, this is how my mom or my dad bounce back. This is how I am to be resilient. Ah. Yeah, don't just see your smiley faces. You know, they, they won't see the true picture. Ah, that's 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 a wonderful family culture. Mm. So now in this current business, their mm. kids, they Correct. are three years old, they are four years Correct. old. They need things to be in repeat mode. Yes. Right. Yes. Now, how does this prep businesses go for you? Uh, for us, the name itself, little change makers. Right. We yeah. don't believe in drilling. Mm. Uh, the drilling, not not that it doesn't happen. It happens, but at K two. This mm. is when they are left with a few more months before the entrance exam. Yes, mm. then mm. you have to drill lah, because they are preschool, right? But if they join us at nursery, at kindergarten, K1, it's not so much drilling. It's more of exploring, learning through exploration, through play. But we must also remind ourselves, we are prep school. We are not preschool. So the kids only spend at most one and a half hours to two hours with us. So we must also communicate the expectations with the parents. Mm. Uh, here we are supporting, we are expanding the knowledge. We may not have unless you are here with us every single day, lah, which they are not. So we will. We what we do is we bridge the gap. We see where they fall short, mm-hmm. where preschools fall short, and that's where we build uh, their kids' mastery in the skills and concepts. Do you see that you will have competitors in a larger scale in years to come? There will be definitely competitors. We have competitors now. Mm. Um, they are just going to grow and mushroom in numbers for sure. Mm. But what I feel is um, if you only see your business as a business, Mm-mm. it cannot last. Business is a people relation. So you have to trust that you have good relations with your customer. Mm. 
because word of mouth is the best marketing ever. You can spend millions in advertising, cannot beat word of mouth. So Alhamdulillah, so far we have very good rapport with parents and they have been the ones who have been spreading the name for us. We, we don't really spend much in marketing actually. So you are telling me that is your USP edging yeah. the rest yeah. based on relationship yeah. with parents. Yes. Do you see the business grow in the next five years? Yes, inshallah. Okay. Yes, that's the hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have um, lots of plans to not be just another prep school, but mm-hmm. more than that. What kind of legacy you think you want to leave behind? Or will this not be the last business? I don't think it will be the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think so it will be the last, but for me, whatever I do, I think I will always remind myself how I can be a better role model to my kids. Mm. Um, I think the language uh, we use to our kids is very important. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I always told my kids, you know, don't just be defined by your job. Don't always even go for jobs. What is a job? You can create your own jobs, you know. Um, if someone ever asks you what do you want to be when you grow up, don't be confined to the typical, you know, uh, occupation. Mm. Uh, just do whatever they want. Mm. Um, and give their best. How old are your kids now? Uh, they are nine and six. What if they aspire to become a, a dancer or anything beyond the technical jobs mm. that Singapore offers? Mm. Guarantee yeah. mummy proud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say go for it, but yeah. I have a caveat. They better be the best. Uh, because I don't want them to think that I can just do this, you know, give my uh, 50-50. Yeah. And after that, okay, lah, Mark Carter can be whatever I want, can. So can, but it better be the best. They have to go for, not perfection. I, I don't go for perfection, go for progress. So mm. every day they must inch forward and be better. Lah. Do you think you are designed by Almighty to have a job or a, or business that would give and inspire people? I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. That's what I hope to do through my education business. Because I feel, I love kids. I love, and I feel yeah. I have very good connection with kids. Even when I was in, uh, I was a teacher, I was always given the the weakest class. Mm. It's either weakest class or the top class. It's either the two ends, the problematic family, you know, the very difficult parents, and I always have my way with them. So mm. I think, inshallah, I hope so. I, I want to help more of our community kids to see them excel in their studies. Lah. So what would be the best doa or advice that you want to share with anyone out there who has the dreams like mm. you, but they have so much fear jumping into the deep sea? What have you got to say for them? I think all I have to say is trust him and trust yourself. Yeah. I think we don't give ourselves enough credit Mm-mm. on what we can do. We are all born with superpowers, so find their superpower. Lah. That's, that's all I can say. Yeah. I like that part. Uh, first, trust in the Almighty. Mm. Don't doubt yourself or mm. never discount yourself. And we all have powers that we have not discovered. And it's yeah. a superpower. Yeah. And I think that's a wonderful <laughs> takeaway that we can get from Melissa, from Deal Changemakers. And I hope that for those of you who really want to do it, who really want to try, do not be afraid. Just look at her, all young, demure, but she has that grit and determination to make it. And I and we will do'a for you. Our team in uh, Keep It Coming will do'a that you'll be successful mm. and you will be an inspiration, not just to the young, but to people mm. like me also, <laughs> the senior ones. And uh, may you be great and may we meet again. Thank you so much. That's all for Keep It Coming, Rex to Riches, the second season. Mm-hmm. 
Tune in to Rex to Riches on YouTube and Spotify. Keep it coming, SG.